I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading this episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. Just before I let you get into the actual episode proper, just one thing I need to say. Thank you to everyone who's been uh, subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, that helps me out a great deal. If you're not, but you want to get in on the Patreon, get some bonus episodes, uh, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. And, uh, you know, if just for a dollar you get free writing every single week. There's a whole bunch up there. And, uh, yeah, the bonus episode will come out next week, uh, the end of June. Uh, so that'll be a good one. Anyway, that's enough of my rambling. Hey, this was a very fun episode to record recorded on my birthday yeah sweet enjoy see ya hello and welcome to don't you know who i am the podcast that asks who knows whom who knows what because who knows why my name is josh earl And this week on the internet, I found out that the VR designer, so there's a VR designer who's working on making VR basketball experiences. So he actually puts you on the court of an NBA game and you can see the action going around you. He's giving up on NBA and he's working now on wrestling, so WWE. (laughs) That's wild. Sounds like the first episode of the new Black Mirror series. (laughs) That's brilliant. I can't wait to suck off Macho Man. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Hey, if this is your first time listening to the show, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian who shares his name with an independent marketing consultant from Melbourne. Can you please welcome from the Grub Podcast, it's Greg Larson. Hello, my name is Greg. Um, who's this consultant? <laughs> he's in Melbourne. He's got a LinkedIn page. He's uh, in Melbourne? Yeah, he's in so Melbourne. So I can, I can get him. Yeah. I can realistically get him. <laughs> I don't know is what that... an independent marketing consultant just goes into companies and goes, yeah. do this. It sounds like a it sounds like a made up thing. It does. It sounds like a character that I would make up and and, and put on the internet and with a LinkedIn page. Yeah, with using a your page. real name Just for the purposes of this podcast. Fuck me up. Also joining us is a man who every time he comes on the show, we end up talking about self sucking. Can you please welcome from the podcast, Plumbing the Death Star, Sharp a Second, and Movie Maintenance, it's Joel Dusha. Thank you so much. Looking yes. forward to uh, hopefully breaking that streak. Today. Yeah, I don't uh, think nothing comes up in the questions I've written that's good. about um, self-sucking. This is the first episode people are hearing on. I've never sucked my own dick. <laughs> it's mm. just a coincidence that this keeps coming up when I'm here. <laughs> Our next guest is a first time to the podcast. He's a comedian who is one of the few guests I've had on the show who actually has quite an extens- extensive LinkedIn profile himself. Can you please welcome <laughs> Seren Jayamana? Thanks for having me. I, I knew that you wouldn't be able to find anyone else. No, there wasn't. Yeah. So you had to go to my LinkedIn page. Well, I, I normally just go straight to LinkedIn for people. And when it came up, it was filling it out before I even got to the why in your surname. And I thought, oh, great. And then clicked on it and went, oh, no, it's, it's actually you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's very impressive. It's very impressive. If anyone's hiring. Yeah. 
go to LinkedIn. Worked for one of the big four accountants, account <laughs> agencies. All right. And finally, is another first time with the podcast. She shares her name with an educator at the Orange County Makeup School. Can you please welcome from D&Ds for Nerds podcast, it's Cass Page. Yay. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't really wear makeup. That's I'm, I'm letting my other self down. But I will fight her. Can you imagine? <laughs> like the type of people who would enrol for a makeup school in Orange County, it would oh. be incredible. Oh, do you know what? You'd have to, like, I can, I can only imagine it would be so competitive because there'd be so much work there for makeup artists. At the OC? Mm. Yeah, that's that's in California. Yeah. 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 It's the OC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. If you guess correctly, you get a point. But if you're incorrect, the person actually wrote it, they get the point. Meaning you can't buzz in for your own poker faces on. Our first one is this one. You know how I remember to watch the news? Never eat woggy seat bicks. <laughs> Joel? Yes, Joel. Is that Greg? No, that is Saran. A point there for Saran. <laughs> Got a point there, Saran. I like how you have to remind yourself to watch the news. <laughs> Just you'd have to think of the word news before you went to yeah. the acronym. <laughs> oh, that's got layers. I love that. Thank you. I did very badly on Twitter, so it's nice. That- <laughs> well, so, what was the third? Never eat what? Woggy seat picks. Woggy seat. Yeah, it was a pre-woke era. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're allowed to say woggy. I'm going to rule on that. Yeah, okay, thank you. Uh, I remember the old late show. There was a. One that Santo Shalara did, which was a uh, uh, healthy, wealthy, and woggy, which was just <laughs> yeah, I remember that. him like putting concrete down in everyone's dry, uh, everyone's yeah. backyards, just yeah. Going, yeah, and then putting glass in the uh, neighbor's cats uh, back before PC ruined comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Late Show would survive if people went back and did a deep dive into all their sketches. You'd be like, Nah, Rob Sitch in blackface. You guys can't. Oh yeah, TV anymore. <laughs> there was a lot of blackface on Aussie TV <laughs> so much. pre two thousand seven. It was it was full of it. Question two. If you find money on the ground and pick it up, then you're technically solving the crime of littering and the cops have to double it. Joel. Yes, Joel. Cass. Yes, you are correct. Yes, put there for Cass. Oh, for Joel, yes. But it's true. That's I'm, trying to wrap my, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. You're if you, solving. If you so- see some coins on the ground, mm. pick it up, you, you, you're solving littering. Yeah. Littering's a crime, so if you yes. pick money up, you're helping the cops. But do the cops pay you to help them? <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's one of those things where I guess, uh, what what was that word for the marketing? Independent. You're an independent police person. Yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you um, go and claim your payment. Like a contractor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. Question three, new curse idea. Everything is normal except when you come. You have to squeeze it out like Saran. toothpaste. Apply, <laughs> yep, great. Applies to all genders. Anyone who unfollows me after this tweet is a coward and won't last a moment in the real world. Yes, Saren. It's uh, Greg? No, it's not. It's oh, George I, I was just about to. I was just about to chime in because I knew it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> all I heard was calm. <laughs> I normally say you have to wait to the end because mm. I knew you knew you thought that was going to be Greg. <coughs> it just like you two. You've never met before, Greg and no, Joel. No, we have not met before. Our Twitters are the same by the sounds of You're very similar people. Can I just yeah. say? What a cum based humour. <laughs> Question four: Motorboatings when you fart on tits, yeah. <laughs> Greg? Yes, Greg. Seren? No, that's Cass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, three of you were very similar. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> 
I feel like I skipped over the curse as well. I should say the curse, that's a very good curse, mm-hmm. squeezing out the last little bit of the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, did well on Twitter, didn't get many unfollows, so shout out to my Twitter followers, not good. cowards. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And motorboating on tits, very good. <laughs> Thank you. It, the, the, the secret extra layer of comedy is that tits look like a bum, so. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be your Twitter profile, like a bio. <laughs> my, my bio is come for the jokes, leave because of the jokes. <laughs> I think it gets the same message yeah, across. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question five. I wish I had the same passion for life as the passion my dog has for growling out its own asshole. <laughs> Joel? Cat? Yes, Joel. Greg? Yes, you were right. Yes, <laughs> Joel. That, um, that seemed to work well as a tweet, terribly as a live joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that on stage a bunch of times and it bombs. It's more for the literary crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's maybe because I go growling out its own asshole like that. So it's just too visceral. <laughs> also, if you're, this is the first time listening to the podcast and you're, you're still in. Well done. Uh, <laughs> it gets even better. Okay, uh, question six. I had gastro. My dad had gra- gastro before me and his dad had it before him. Runs in the family. <laughs> Greg. Yes, Greg. Cass? No, that's Seren. You've oh. <laughs> really confused this. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good. This is anyone's. <laughs> have you done that on stage? I have. Does yeah. it work well on stage? It's, uh, it's the most... The best Twitter response I've ever had, yeah. and it doesn't live up to that on stage. Depends who the audience is. Yeah, Penrith, great. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done my curse words, uh, my curse one on stage, but uh, look, I imagine it would, would slay yeah. anyone no. who walks out as a coward. <laughs> you sir, turn around. You can really extend it as well, like yeah. start going to that little bit where at the end you roll it up I and went... put a peg on it, so all, all the if I went all too the hard, stays in the top part. I went too hard at that joke. I would. Turn it to Tom Walker on stage, yeah. I feel. <laughs> All right, question seven. Peppa Pig first aired in 2004. It's 2019 now. That means that Peppa Pig is like 20 years old in the show and probably fucks. I'm sorry, this is the worst news. Greg. Yes, Greg. Cass? No, that's Joel. <laughs> I, I've seen that tweet. I didn't yeah. want to cheat and say Joel. But... You were there when I tweeted that. Yeah. We were at a beach house with all of our friends and they were disgusted with me. After yeah. <laughs> I was asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night because I was so jet lagged and then got up, saw that tweet and was like, no. <laughs> I, I like to think that it was the, the just the fact that the tweet popped into existence that woke you up, like, like, sh- like shivers down your spine, like. When something's wrong here. Uh-huh. <laughs> just woke up to that tweet. Do you know those perverts who are really into like <laughs> anime and like like Simpsons porn? Yeah. Mm. Do you know how when the Olsen twins were almost eighteen and like like really bad websites had the countdown to the Olsen twins being eighteen? <laughs> oh, that's really I, I, I don't remember. And I yeah, think you've revealed what no, kind of websites you were no, looking at. No, it was it was like a popular thing. It was in the can the Olsen twins fuck dot com or something much what like it was, that. Like all the superficial dot com and all that kind of stuff to famous stuff. But do you reckon there's a kind of deviant art Peppa Pig <laughs> countdown? Peppa Pig can fuck now. Ah, that's the worst because my tweet will be the banner. <laughs> Anyone who stops listening now is a coward. <laughs> remember, remember when it was I was the cake guy? Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> question eight. Oh, it's my dad ringing. Can your dad answer this one? <laughs> no, it's my birthday. He's calling me for my birthday. Bad luck, Dad. I hung up on you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Question eight. 
Remember when Greg Hunt liked a porn tweet from BBW Cumpumper 69 one night and then he lied and said he was hacked and wasted thousands of taxpayer dollars on phony AFP investigations and even though filing a false police report is a crime, he got away scot-free? I remember. Saran. <laughs> yes, Saran. That is Greg. You are correct. <laughs> yes, yeah, for Saran. Again, cum. I heard yeah. cum. <laughs> this, this is a new, that, that was a new story that t- just ticked every box for yeah. me. Yeah. It was a guy called Greg. For a start, but that's one hundred percent true. Greg yeah. Hunt liked a porn tweet from BBW Cum Pumper sixty nine. He did, and yep. the tweet was, "Who's your favorite facial queen to jack off to?" <laughs> and that was the tweet he liked. And then he goes, "Oh yeah, nah, it must have been like the Chinese government hacked into my account." And the AFP launched an investigation and found that no, in fact, Greg Hunt himself liked the tweet. Yeah. And he just got away with it. He lodged a phony police report. I think the report said that uh, Greg Hunt was a guest on the Phone Hacks podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Question nine. I love art galleries so much, but art galleries hate me. Probably because I keep screwing, I fucking love this, into paintings on the wall over and over again. But it's hard to say. Saran. Yes, Saran. Is that Joel? Yes, you are correct. Another point there for Saran, yes. (laughs) It's a, it's a fun fact that you you did mention having a poker face before, but if you look over to Joel and see if he's gently chuckling to yeah, himself, yeah. it's his tweet. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> just, I just realised too, because us four guests, mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, Joel and Cass, you, you two yeah, know Yeah, we're on the same well. podcast network. But we but the, but the, the rest of it, we sort of know each other a bit, but not mm-hmm. really. Yep. I feel like we're really getting to learn mm. who we are in a brutal way right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in an absolute- I'm showing the worst of you, <laughs> yeah. and then it's all up here from here. And yeah, that yeah. was like tweet nine, and I reckon seven of those nine mentioned bodily fluids. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's good. That's yeah. good. And the other one, one of them that didn't was about fucking Peppa Pig. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Yeah. All right. And this is the last question for the round. Some of you eat ice cream with a big spoon instead of the little spoon, and it fucking shows. Joel. Yes, Joel. That sounds like a cast tweet. You are correct. That is a cast right there. Yes, people, point for Joel. People got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a tweet where people in the comments like, why? What are you talking about? It's like, I just, it's, it's, uh, you so, can, you, you, I'm sorry. Did you double down? Were you like, no, little yeah. spoon for ice cream? Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I told, who's eating ice cream with a big spoon? Ice uh, I, I will say I eat ice cream with a big spoon if I'm eating from the tub and yeah. I haven't bothered with a bowl. Yeah, That's yeah. my compromise. Yeah, okay. I yep. can I can sort of get behind that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of scooping ice cream of a tub into a bowl with big spoon and then putting big spoon in sink and picking up small spoon. Double the dishes but worth it, I feel. See, yeah. I eat everything with a spoon with a small spoon apart from soup. Everything. I, I much prefer a small spoon. But I what else? A, I got a little Apart mouth. from soup and ice cream, what are you eating with a spoon? Like... Cereal. You cereal? eat cereal, cereal with a small spoon. Um, that's a that's a big cereal. That, like that's, that's that, like breakfast must take ages. Psycho. <laughs> One you must, it must get so soggy. <laughs> yeah. I look. I have, normally have toast, but I oh, okay. do you eat the toast with a small spoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I spread the butter on the small spoon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm all for the little spoon, and my whole family does it. And people think we're weird when they come mm. around, and we all get little spoons. Peas. Peas. Yeah, scoop, as a kid, scoop like, peas yeah. with a little spoon. Yeah, little mm. spoon. Like a little spoon. I like a soggy chip. I like a soggy chip too. We discussed this on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, no. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Greg on zero points. Didn't get a point there. Cass on one point. (laughs) Seren on four points. In the lead on five points is Joel Dusha. Yeah. All right. This round is called Never Meet Your Heroes. Now, they say you should never meet your heroes. In this round, we find out why. 
Because in 2009, Joel Dusha got pulled on stage at a Green Day concert to a bit where the singer <laughs> Billy Joe Armstrong pretended to perform an exorcism. Mm-hmm. But what happened afterwards? Was it A, Joel asked for a kiss and Billy Joe repeated the question into the microphone, laughed, leaving Joel rejected in front of 15,000 people? <laughs> Was it B, Joel asked the drummer, Trey Cool, if he could play his drum kit? Trey Cool said yes. Joel went to play but was so nervous he fucked it up in front of 15,000 people who all started laughing and booing? Or was it C, Joel went to stage dive off the stage and the security stopped him and kicked him out of the gig? Joel tried to argue that he was just on stage but the security did not give a shit. Now, one of these is true. You have to ask him as many questions as you can to try and get the truth out of him. He wants you to get it wrong though, so he gets your point. Mm. You don't have to answer together. You can all answer individually. Mm -hmm. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that hey. sounds rough. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. Uh, it was good. Um, it led to a good story. Well, we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I ask, the, the first question is, do you play the drums? Yes, I do. Badly. Do play the drums? Uh, I've been in a couple of bands where I play drums and... 18-year-old me who was very excited to be on stage thought that he was invincible. Mm. And, like, I probably played drums for, like, six months, uh, if that. So, um, Which kind of symbol is the hi-hat? The hi-hat's the one on the left, the, like, the two symbols that you press together. Damn it. <laughs> he knows his stuff. <laughs> There's also a crash and a ride. Mm. 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 Okay. Okay. Right. How? Oh, I don't know this story. Yeah, no, that um, rules. <laughs> um, when they when you tried to stage dive, mm-hmm. what happened? Did you try and jump and security caught you or? It was sort of, uh, see, this is, I fucked up for myself here because basically what happened was I was kind of shy or nervous about it and I like hesitated and then went to walk off the normal way and then changed my mind and security weren't looking at that point because I'd assumed I'd walk the other way. And then because I was just a guy and there was it was at Rod Laver Arena, so there's like 15,000 people and the floor is so packed that I think they thought that I'd climbed on stage. They hadn't been paying attention to the fact I'd been pulled on stage by the band, basically. Oh. So then they just turned around and saw me and then assumed that I was just a guy from the crowd and they're like, out. What was the bit about the exorcism? What was the sketch? What was um, the little skit that the, so, the boys from Glendale were doing? Yeah. So they this was on the... 21st Century Breakdown Tour, and they have a song on there called East Jesus Nowhere, and they decided to do that, like, you see it in, like, pop culture stuff with, like, churches in, like, the South all singing and stuff like that, and then the mm. preacher will, like, put his hand on yeah. your head and they'll faint. He pretty much just pulled people up out of the crowd to do that. Push, so push on people's heads. Yeah, and fall, fa- like, fall onto our backs on the stage for Rod Laver, which is made of metal. Oh. <clears throat> um, yeah, and he, like, because we got in a circle, so there's me and four other people, and Billy Joe was like, look, you really need to commit because it'll look really weird if you, like, kind of flinch at the last moment. So he's like, don't worry, we've done it every night, no one's been hurt. Just, like, when the song kicks in, you've got to drop. And he was like... <laughs> I know you're probably nervous and it like, look, it will be a shock when you hit the ground, but like, you just got to do it. And yeah, that part I nailed. That's, that's the most, like, that's the part that's just definitely true because that's yeah. the set up to the story. And that's the most unbelievable. Part. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, but I, okay. So on the, the first one was that you asked to kiss mm-hmm. Billy Joe, Billy, Billy Joe. Billy Joe, is it? Billy, Billy Joe, Billy yes. Joe. Not Billy Joel. Not no, Billy Joel. I have no um, interest in kissing Billy Joel. And how how did you approach it? Did you did you sort of go, hey, can I have a quick kiss? Or was it like 
Did you grab, like, what did you do? So after we got up, like, from the ground, he, like, thanked us and, mm. like, got the crowd to clap for us. Mm. And then security, like, walked, because it was five of us, security kind of, we didn't get, like, dragged off stage, but, like, mm. it was kind of just, like, security was there to make sure that we mm. walked off stage and that no mm. one, I don't know, maybe yelled out to Billy Joe if they wanted a kiss. Yeah. Um, and I was like, hey, Billy. And he, like, kind of, like, turned around, which I wasn't even expecting because, mm. like, he's performing a show. But I think I mm. yelled it at the exact right time between songs where I took him off guard. And he was like, he turned around and I was like, hey, can I have a kiss? And he, he was like, can you have a kiss? And then, like, laughed. He's like, no, get out of here. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's shattered. <laughs> that, is, that is the most heartbreaking one of all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what was oh. the other one? It was stage dive, stage kiss, diving, or... play the drums, play the drums badly, uh, and get booed. Uh, oh. Did people when you did people recognize you after outside the gig? Um, I was look. The reason I got put up on stage is because I was wearing a sombrero, uh, so I just bailed on the sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's oh. so annoying in a crowd. Yeah, but it was 2009. Everyone was annoying in a Green Day crowd. <laughs> oh my god, I was at that show. <laughs> Were you at that show? They played two shows. I was okay, in on stage. Do you remember a guy doing something? <laughs> I, like... No, no, I do not. But a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> it was a show full of stuff, definitely. A lot of things. Mm. Mm. Now, any any more questions? Do people think they know what they're going to lock in? I think I know what I'm going to lock in. I reckon I know what I'm going to lock in. All right. So, Greg, what do you think? I think... The, the drumming sounds too unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The the security guard, that doesn't sound right because I feel like you would right there with mm-hmm. the four other people. I reckon you'd asked him to kiss and he said no. A, ask for a kiss. A. Seren. I Yeah, I agree. If they got five people up, the, the security would know what's going on. I Yeah. I, and I think you're the type of guy that would wear a sombrero and then ask to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Cass? Look, to be different, I'm going to say you – Chickened out of stage diving and then tried again and failed in the worst way. The correct answer was A. Yes. So don't try and be different, Cass. No, uh, so point there for Greg, point there for Seren, and a point there for Joel. So, uh, uh, yeah. so now that we know that, f- I'll explain the full story. Yeah. Mm. He'd had, fr- like, the sec- it was the second Green Day show. He'd had food poisoning. Oh. So he kind of, like, laughed and, like, the crowd was on my side kind of thing. He was mm. just like, I've been sick. I. I'm so sorry, but then he like <laughs> hugged me instead. Oh, so it wasn't still, like a. Yeah. I, it was still like he at first did laugh, and I did get like people knew what had happened yeah, from the yeah, crowd. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wasn't wearing sombrero at that point. You either. can still like easily transfer the germs from gastro. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, through any yeah, form yeah. of contact. Yeah, contact yeah. So yeah, but Joel also does play the drums. Yeah, mm. badly. Yeah. Um, I would never confidently play them in front yeah. of fifteen thousand people. <laughs> What's your band called? Uh, SK11, which is spelled S-K-X-I. It's a hardcore band and it's a terrible name. And I hate when people ask because then I have people like, oh, that sounds like there's a story. No, it was me and my friends made like a dumb demo tape and we just had like this design lying around. We're like, yeah, that'll do. And then like the tape kind of sold. And then we're like, I guess we're a real band now. We didn't change the name. It was the whole thing. But you told me that it was a gig in Bendigo. Yeah. So um, we're a hardcore band. But when we were first starting out, um, cause the punk scene in Melbourne is very like, everyone is in like 10 bands. Yeah. And if you're not, if your band doesn't have a, like a member that's in another band, it's really hard to get shows. Mm. So we saw an advertisement for people asking for local Bendigo bands. We we're like, what a say? We're from Bendigo. That worked. We got on the bill. <laughs> yeah. But we're a hardcore band supporting like a very serious black metal band. 
and we played our set, which was like 15 minutes of just chaos. And then the basis of our band is a was like, oh, one of the other bands that was on the, the headliner um, was a band he quite liked. He, he liked the T-shirt design. And he tried to buy the T-shirt after the show. Mm. And the other band was like, no, fuck off. <laughs> what Just, was the other band? I can't remember their name. Were they an Australian band? Or I they, think so. They I'm disliked sure. you so much they wouldn't sell, sell you their merch. Sell you their merch. merch. Well, the, b- black metal bands are not known for their sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I think they are, anyone. aren't they? I think black no. metal bands have a sense of humor. Not, I, I, they go one or two ways. They either have a sense mm. of humor or they are actually racist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the... I think if it's an English black metal band, sense of humour. Like Norwegian, yeah. whatever, racist, Australian, just absolute nerds. Yeah. yeah. Who are genuinely like, yeah, I'm actually into Satanism and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like they were from Alice Springs. I don't know why they were playing a oh, show at Bendigo. A black metal band from Alice Springs. Yeah. It was Yuck. It was just like the it's weirdest. It's too hot to be wearing yeah. those clothes up there. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> fucking... um, but it worked because then we were like, hey, we've played a few shows and now we get shows in Melbourne, so yeah. it's fine. Mm. Cool. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Greg on one point, Cass on one point, Serena on five points, Joel still in the lead on six points. Yeah. yeah. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. Mm-hmm. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Joel, when Greg was in primary school, a kid in his class had a Master Foods tomato sauce bottle as a drink bottle. <laughs> So there's more to it. He had rinsed it out, of course, but he used this every day of the school year. At the time, Greg thought it was really cool, but looking back, it just makes him feel really sad. Yeah or nah? The only reason I want to say nah is because I think that this story's changed and you were the one with the sauce drink bottle. <laughs> that is definitely not true. I, when, when I was, when I was, I would have loved a tomato sauce drink bottle when I was a kid. I did not have, but yeah, I did. Was, he, did he I use this not. like the normal squeezy top as the hole to squeeze the water out? Yeah, yeah. So it was, oh, like, it was oh like, like, like held it up, tongue out, squeeze. I don't want to answer because I just love living in this fantasy world where this is absolutely <laughs> yeah. true, and I'm scared that it's not. Was the label still on the bottle? No, no, no. It was all like, oh, that's no, that's still very red off. and very obvious. Mm. What it is that? Is the best? Ah, mm. uh, yeah. You gonna say yeah? Yeah. It was nah, no! unfortunately. Point there for Greg. I, do, I will say I absolutely knew a kid in primary school who had tomato sauce sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and I, and again, similar. I was jealous. I was like, oh man, he gets to eat whatever he wants. <laughs> and then I realised it was because of poverty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of. Oh well. I used to have like <laughs> He's probably fine now. I used to have Devon and sauce sandwiches every day. You know that. Oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah. That was that was my joint. That I had Devon great. all the time, yeah. I was from Adelaide, so we called them Fritz. Well, I, I changed it for the Melbourne audience. We call it German in Tasmania. Ooh. It's all it's Just all from variations. That region. Yeah, it's German. <laughs> also, um one of my teachers in primary school, used a mouthwash bottle as a water bottle. Oh, that rules. Yeah, so you still have that kind of aftertaste of hot. Minty fresh. E- either, Surely not. Either that or your teacher was legitimately an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. And was that bad. No, no, because I knew the brand of mouthwash and I was like, cool. Because it was like one of those brands that was like, oh, I think you could only get them through those parties. And Gas, um, gas. Knowing the brand of the mouthwash doesn't stop the fact that it could have definitely been vodka. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, that's true, actually. I thought you meant from the alcohol in the mouthwash. That's what I did mean, but... Yeah, yeah. no, these ones are, I think, were alcohol-free mouthwashes, mm. and they were quite gentle and meant to be supportive of the enamel. And the people who were selling them were like, these bottles, they're great. You can use mm. them as a drink bottle afterwards. Wow. They they promoted this. So unless she was just 
keeping a fresh breath all day, which the mm. company, of course, were advocating yeah, to yeah. keep swigging five times a day. <laughs> all right, so to Greg. Now, Cass mm-hmm. once thought she was pregnant and was reading up on indicators, and one of the indicators said that champagne tastes off if you're pregnant. So when Cass was out <laughs> with her mum, she ordered champagne, and upon drinking it, it tasted disgusting. Therefore, Cass assumed that she was pregnant. She then got super, super drunk on champagne and vomited most of the next day. Turns out Cass was not pregnant. She just does not like champagne. Yeah or nah? <laughs> okay. Do, do, do I get to ask questions? Ask as many yeah, questions as yeah, yeah. you want. Yeah. So oh, what, what, do you remember what the champagne was or what the brand was or anything like that? No. All I remembered was that I had been told that she- I'd been told a list of mm. things because I was. It was like my first pregnancy scare as yeah. as, <laughs> as, as a young as a young as a young woman, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I forgot all of the other symptoms. Uh, remembered everything about I didn't know I was pregnant. The phenomenal Discovery Channel show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and was told that uh, the only symptom I could remember was that if you drink champagne, it tastes a bit off. And I got off a champagne, and I was like, yes. And I took a sip and was like, oh no, I hate champagne. Is that off or is that good? Oh, awful bad. And I did that until I was very sick. Can I ask a, a follow-up question of did did it did you just did it occur to you get a pregnancy test? Um oh. no, look, I don't wanna look. Um it didn't. The reason I thought I was pregnant was because I went to a meditation class and a pendulum told me I was. <laughs> okay. Based on that hang supporting on, hang evidence. On, let's, let's, how did the pendulum tell you you were pregnant? <laughs> well, again, my, my, my career as a young woman, um, I went to a meditation class and they had a pendulum section mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, so to make sure the pendulum is synced to you, you like, so have, has, anyone, has anyone ever done pendulums before? No. So it's pretty no. much that like. That may <laughs> shock you, but no. <laughs> That's insane. You guys don't use alternative mouthwash and pendulums. Um, no, so it's like, it's like a metal, I think these ones were crystals but the pendulum can be metal on a metal chain and you hold it above your hand and you ask it questions and if so yes will be like side to side for example and no will mean it'll run in a circle so the pendulum will have a point so you can see which way it's going and these are questions you can just ask the pendulum about your life after having a a good meditation sesh and uh we had to sort of get the pendulums and then test them by asking them simple yes or no questions. And for whatever reason, my simple yes or no question was, am I pregnant? And it said yes. And I was like, what, 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 what? Um, and, uh, and then I was like, oh, no, what if I'm pregnant? And I think every other question I asked was right. I was like, oh, no, what have I done? Why did I ask? And that's how my mum found out I was having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Did she what ask her? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what do you think, Greg? I, I think that it is true. You are correct. Yes, yes. a point there for Greg. Yes. <laughs> that was the, it. Was the fact that there's a pointing evidence of that you found out from a pendulum? Yeah. Because yeah. at first I was like, oh, why wouldn't you get? It? And then pendulum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pendulum told me yeah. I was young. Um, <laughs> pendulum frightened me, and I was like, well, if I just got to drink yeah. champagne to find out, oh yeah. no, I don't like champagne. Yeah. Well, I just assumed because, like, when teenagers are teenagers and they're having sex and then have pregnancy scares, no one thinks to buy a pregnancy test because they're scared that makes it real. And I just assumed it was going to be one of that. But your answer was way better. <laughs> yeah, and also you're embarrassed to go into the yeah, exactly. to buy one. Yeah. Also, can I recommend uh, mm-hmm. if you're going to drink champagne, don't do it after alternative mouthwash. <laughs> 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 All right, so to Cass. Now, when Seren was in prep, a girl in year two was bullying him. Seren told his grandmother, who then 
unbeknownst to Seren, went into the playground and threatened this girl. No. This girl never bullied Seren ever again. Yeah or nah? It worked. <laughs> it did. Uh, it's just because... I don't even remember, honestly, but my grandma always brings it up. And uh, it was like one of my friend's older sisters, she was, her name was, his name was Christopher Siong. I forget her name, but apparently she used to kick me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's and a I good was, form of I'm bullying. a very wee boy as it is right now, but I, this was, I was, what, eight, seven years old, I think. I was getting kicked in the playground. I was getting uh I, I didn't have any sandwiches of value to take off. Me. <laughs> I think my sandwiches were with margarine and sugar. <laughs> but I was, I was allergic to sprinkles. everything. So that's, yeah. I loved in 2019 the unhealthy bit of that is the margarine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, it was raw. It was ref, not refined sugar either. It was uh, good sugar. Um, but, yeah, so I used to get kicked by this girl apparently and my grandma, she used to drive me to school. I was, very, I was a bubble boy. She protected me. <laughs> How stood up for me. Well, that's really nice. How did your grandma know which child to threaten? Uh, I, I see. I don't. I have vague memories of it. I, maybe I just. I don't know. She could sense it in my trembling when I, <laughs> when my eyes came upon her, or maybe she just got a. Maybe she witnessed the kicking. I don't know. The playground's like prison. You go up to the biggest person and just threaten <laughs> to fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. Try and gain yeah there was a point where I was holding the pockets of this girl. <laughs> <laughs> walking around the playground as well. <laughs> Ooh. Can you please, uh, look, I, it's not my question, but I really want to know what the threat from your grandma was. I, I never found out, but I think she, well, I feel like my grandma told her that she was going to, uh, that she was stupid and she was a bully and she would never get anywhere in life. And uh, That's not a threat, that's just honesty. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually quite smart. I don't know. My grandma had a way with words, and uh, also like she was, she would make her own rules. I think when my dad was a kid, he like my grandma would bring him his lunches to the school, and he would cry because he was too embarrassed. Oh no! So she would do whatever she wanted. She, she, yeah, made her own rules. Okay, I believe that your grandma is that powerful. But I don't want to believe you were kicked. I want to say no. You are incorrect. He was kicked. It was yeah. Point F is right. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what she was threatened the girl with? I don't know. The, it was so long ago, and I have I've suppressed all memories of it. To be honest, <laughs> could, could it could it be that she didn't actually? Could it be that you were lied to and she didn't actually threaten the girl? She just told the teacher, and then like you know how parents like my parents told me that they didn't kill our dog, but they did kill our dog kind of thing. Like yeah, that's completely plausible. Or this maybe- girl did disappear after the. <laughs> or maybe she was telling you this. It never happened, but she just wants you to have something over you. So you look after her now when she's a bit Also older. plausible. Okay, also, yeah. <laughs> All right, so to Saran. Now, Joel once bought a potatoes and gravy from KFC, <laughs> but when he got it home, it had no gravy on it. He then... <laughs> <laughs> I love this story so much. <laughs> he then took it back to the store and told them, but the manager did not believe him and asked him if he'd just eat <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's... And asked him if he'd just eaten the gravy off the top. Joel then had to convince a guy that he did not eat the gravy. <laughs> Sorry. Joel had to convince the guy that he did not eat the gravy off the top of a potato and gravy and then try and get another one. Yeah or nah? <laughs> I understand that this is the most on-brand for me story 
in the world. Honestly, if you said that this happened to me, I would go true. <laughs> <laughs> did you? For, did, like, also, can I just say, potatoes and gravy, little spoon every day of the week. Can I just say, oh, oh, yeah, of course, yes. of course. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That, you would be <laughs> fucking insane to use a big spoon. You always eat your dessert with a little spoon. That's, <laughs> a little I, spoon is the only one that can hug the curves of a gravy and potato <laughs> bowl. A little spoon is best for getting just the gravy off the top as <laughs> yeah. well. Oh, yeah, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, did you? How long did you? Was at any point contemplate just eating the potato? <laughs> yeah. Sans so basically, cream. what happened? It was after school, and I'd gone to like the like the local KFC to like the hangout area, and I really like I when it comes to potato and gravy, I only got it because like I dip chips in it basically. So mm. potato, mm. not a great help for that. <laughs> yeah. And I was with a girl I was dating at the time. And like she'd got her stuff out and pulled mine out, and then we laughed about it. And she was like, "No, no, no, take it back." And I was like, "No, I'm, it's fine. Like, who cares? I was only using it as like a sauce." And she's like, "No, just like take it back because it's also weird, and like, it made the KFC seem like odd as well." Of like, so you wouldn't normally take it back, but you were like, "I can't seem like a pushover." Yeah, basically. Um, and also like she kind of convinced me that it was a good call as well. It was less like a pushover thing, and I was like, "Wait, hang on, no, you're right." Because yeah, I don't know, like. I was dumb and a teenager, so I was like, maybe it was like a rodent problem or something. But then if I thought it was a rodent problem, why would I have eaten the rest of the meal? Anyway, I took it back and I was like, spoke to like the person at the counter and they were like, I was like, hey, can I grab another one? They're like, no, like you ate, why would we? And I was like, no, I I didn't eat it. Like it was given to me like this. And then they were like, no, like how could that have happened? And I was like, I don't know. That's why I'd like another one. And then they called over the manager and had to have the same conversation again. And at that point, I was like 16 or 17 and I was just like, what have I done to myself? <laughs> yeah. It was, and then I, they were just like looking at me and they're like, cause I was still wearing a school uniform and stuff like that. And they must've been like, this kid is a little shit. He's probably got friends laughing outside about this. And I was like, no, I just, and then I just kind of gave up. I was just like, that's fine. I don't want it anyway. Oh, so you never got, I never got the gravy. Proper potato oh. gravy. Right? Oh. Did you at least keep the potato? No, I just dropped it on the counter. I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And walked out. I felt like, cause Teenage tantrum, I felt like that I was really cementing the fact that I was right in that situation. No, that I, checks. If you leave it on the counter and you're like, fine. Yeah. They're like, wow. You also don't it's like cutting have, the baby in half. You don't want to have too much of an argument with someone when they're yeah. going to give you some food as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. You, you had that when you were traveling, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in, I was in Croatia and I'm going to do, I only tell you that not to brag about traveling. Yeah. But just <laughs> to explain. Wow. No one's bragging about going to Croatia. Like, just no. a happy side effect. <laughs> but just to explain the accent that's coming. Uh, <laughs> We were eating at some touristy kind of Italian place and uh, ordered pasta and like halfway through the meal I bit down on something hard, real hard, and Mm. I pulled out, it was like a metal bolt. Like a a screw, probably come out of a frying pan or something. And uh, so we called the guy over and we're we're looking to seize upon this as an opportunity to get a free meal now. And he comes over, we tell him, explain that there was a bolt. I said, I'm allergic to nuts. The bolts, as well, uh, which translation? Funny. That was a translation issue. It's a yeah. funny joke. Anyway, <laughs> then he uh, he went away to the kitchen for a while, and we're pretty confident that we're going to get at least this meal stricken off the bill. He comes back and he just looked at us and he goes, "This is big problem, not my problem, but big problem." <laughs> And uh, and then for the rest, then he pretended he couldn't speak any more English after that, and just left us. That was it. He wouldn't do anything about it. We had to pay the full full oh. bill. 
And that, what a uh, dog. Yeah. And he he literally after that pretended to that he couldn't understand anything mm. further. Our further complaints. He just that is incredible. Face. I love that catchphrase though. That's yeah. my new approach to life. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a big not problem, problem, not my problem. <laughs> so what do you think, Seren? Do you think this happened to Joel? I am going to say uh, yeah. I think it did. You are incorrect. It did not happen. I oh. made it all up. Point there for Joel. Oh. That's a really good made-up story. Yeah. I, couldn't, also, I couldn't again. even get through it. I'm, I made myself giggle even though I knew I, it was coming up. You cried. I did. I was <laughs> I also got to say there is no, there is a zero percent chance that I won't go to the KFC drive-thru on my way home from this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got KFC in my head. That's it. It's well, in when, there. I when, can't not. When you sent me that story, even reading it, I was like, I can imagine this exact thing yeah. happening to me. It's very, very on brand, but has never yeah. happened. I've never had a fight with a KFC manager. It did almost go to you, though, Greg. But I already <laughs> sent you the uh, tomato sauce water bottle. So yeah. I thought, oh, cool. okay. All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Cass still on one point, Eesh. Greg on three points, Seren mm. on six points, but still in the lead by one point. It's Joel on seven points. Yeah. It's high competition. All right, this is the final round. It's called Who Who. Who, who? So in this round, I'll ask 10 questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you're going to lose points. Mm -hmm. You can't buzz in for your own ones. First one is this one. Who here has set up a GoFundMe for Israel Folau, but it's to send him nudes? Seren. Yes, Seren. It's Greg. You are correct. Yes, Yes, a point there for Seren. It was shut down almost immediately. Was it? (laughs) But I was was like, I I wanted to start a GoFundMe so that he would get nudes Gay nudes every day of his life for the rest of his life, couriered to him like in hand delivered yeah. by couriers. <laughs> and I was like, "This is going to cost so much money. We're going to need a lot of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars to sort this out." And it got shut down within like two hours. But people kept sharing the, yeah. the link. Question two: Who here can speak a little bit of Chinese? Joel. Yes, Joel. Cass. No, Seren told me he can. So I'll point mm. off Joel. I'm sure right, maybe Cass can, but... <laughs> okay, I can say... This is my party trick. I can say, uh, uh, which means I may be black, but I'm actually Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither of those facts are true. <laughs> <laughs> It's, what a party trick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kills yeah. the parties, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm in Shanghai, that's all. <laughs> Next question. Whose elderly neighbour recently saw them fully nude? Cass? Yes, Cass. Joel? You are correct, yes. <laughs> point there for Cass. I didn't know that, but I assumed. <laughs> Spill the beans, yeah. so to speak. So basically I live, my room is on the second story of mm. our house. Uh, my Your bed- name is Luca. You live <laughs> my bedroom window faces like, so I live in like, um, I must said penthouse, but that is not what I meant at all. Townhouse. Uh, so my window faces like the front of the houses behind us. Mm. And yeah, I had a shower and walked into my room and I was going to get dressed. But then, I don't know, my phone rang or something. So I walked across <laughs> in front of the window, not thinking. And the window, like my, the blinds were open. And my elderly neighbor was standing on her porch looking into the window. And then I looked down and we made eye contact and she didn't look away. And I was like, okay. <laughs> This is this is too many steps. Like this is one of those things that a flasher says. Like yeah. oh, so, and then like, so I, I dropped my towel and like the, then the door locked and ah, oh, and then I'm out there just naked. I stopped paying attention and I what, what I heard was that your elderly neighbour saw you in a in like an edition of Penthouse. <laughs> uh, next question: Who here cut a massive hole in their school shirt? And then try to lie about it and say it ripped climbing a tree. 
Cass? Yes, Cass. Greg. No, that was Joel. Oh. Point off, Cass. Yeah. Same person. <laughs> um, yeah, that was another. I was like six or seven. And do you know, like, when you bunch up your shirt? I don't know, for some reason. Cut a hole where it just covered his junk. And just, <laughs> people just. Was like, anyone got any nans around? <laughs> God. Um, basically, yeah, I was in class and I would have been like prep or grade one. And the kids I was friends with were all like pretending to cut our shirt. And I was like, do you know what will kill if I actually cut my shirt? <laughs> And I'd bunch my shirt up kind of like and tried to cut the top off it, expecting it to just be a little tiny hole that I could get away with. But I was a six-year-old with scissors and cut way too deep. So when I pulled my shirt back, there was a massive circular (laughs) hole. And I panicked and then just spent the rest of the class like having my hand over my stomach where there was now exposed flesh. And the teacher noticed and called my mom. And then my mom was like, what did you do? And I was like, oh, I was climbing a tree and it tore. I shouldn't have been climbing that tree. I'm so bad. And mom was like you are a liar because trees don't cut perfectly circular holes into children. (laughs) Called your mum. What a dobber. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Next question. Who here told me their best job was working at a visitor information centre? That could be any of us. (laughs) Best Cass? job, yes, Cass. Seren? No, it was Greg. It was Greg me. told me that. Yeah, it was. The, it, was, it was the absolute best job because we live in an age of the internet, and no one needs a visitor information yeah. center. <laughs> ah, so you're getting paid to stand there. I was getting paid to do like on weekends. Sometimes you would do nothing. Yeah, all day long. Were you getting weekend occasion- rates as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. Like Sunday was double time and a half. Oh yes. Um, oh man, it was the so best. So where was this? It was in South Bank Parklands in in Brisbane. Yeah. And because the Parklands themselves were like, we want a visitor information center open. The best possible shift you could get was Christmas Day, oh. because it was a short shift. Yeah. And it was yeah double time and a half. Literally no one would come in, and you would just drink beer and eat prawns the whole time, <laughs> and then just go home. And Christmas dinner was already. Yeah. It was oh the best. That I, rules. I do think oh what. Could- what would I like to do when I'm a bit older and don't really want to work that much? And I'm thinking, like, car park attendant, just collecting money off people. Yeah, you the... get real sick from that. Oh, all the fumes, All the yeah. fumes. Oh. Get headaches. Or visitor information center. Visitor, there you go. That's when Well, that's where it. a lot of old people <laughs> choose. Yeah, There's great. a lot of them. That old Bunnings. Okay, uh, next quick question. Who here has a party trick called baby hands? <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Yes, Greg. Seren? No, Castor. No. Greg. Just because he'd already done one part. <laughs> what, is ba- what is baby hands? Who's got the biggest hands here? I reckon uh, Greg or Greg. Greg, Greg, or Greg Joel, give me your hands. Okay. So. just done? Just grabbed his thumb. Yeah, yeah. But his ho- her whole hand goes around his thumb. <laughs> like a baby it's would. Party <laughs> trick. It's just, you've just got small hands. Yeah, actually, you could have been right. That is also my party trick. <laughs> Uh, next question. Who here has a phobia of stickers? Joel. Yes, Joel. Saran. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, yes, yeah. how did you know? <laughs> I just get I knew, Cass loves stickers. I knew that much. Greg I, doesn't seem like he fears anything. I'm a, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm a sticker fiend. I'm a sticker. I don't know what it is. I've always, it's, I used, like, it was price tags when I was very young. Mm. Oh, I don't know if well, I just. They are stickers. It, meant to be an account. Does it include, Bird. like, sticky tape? Uh, is it just stickiness or I, is it the, the, the print? It's like, you know what I really hate? And mm. obviously I've never told anyone this, or mm. have, but I have some well, form of OCD, share. I thank understand. But uh, like when uh, there's a sticker that's half been torn off oh, and, and no. little bits of dirt stick to the, the remaining yeah. bit. Yeah. And then, so now I just 
avoid stickers of all yeah. <laughs> I hate I hated it in school when kids would like get the stickers off apples and put them all over their heads. Yeah. yeah. So that I yeah. The good Irritated. news is that those kids got bullied, so it's fine. They only got bullied because I wasn't going around confessing my sticker phobia. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been the target otherwise. <laughs> Question eight. Who believes that when they were in kindergarten they hung out with a ghost? <laughs> Seren? Yes, Seren. Cass? Yes, you are correct to put it for Seren, yes. <laughs> I didn't believe it was a ghost until I was an adult, if that helps. No, that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Let's explain the person you were hanging out with first. So, so in kindy, I had a friend called Tim, and Tim dressed like a 20s cricketer and had a giant scar on his face. Mm. Like and- a cricketer from the 1920s. Okay. And um, okay. kind of like sure. a bit like how... Uh, mm. Uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie Dress, you know, that like mm-hmm. stripy, like the V-neck yeah, sort yeah. of, you know, the 20s cricketer. Um, <laughs> and then I remember telling my mum, I'm like, mum, I want a scar on my face. And she was like, no, you don't. Why? Like that's obviously a weird thing to say. And then so many years later I was telling mum about it. Like I, I think it was an adult by this stage. And I was like, yeah, yeah, my friend Tim from Kindy. Mum's like, I don't remember your friend Tim. I'm like, yeah, Tim. Like we used to hang out. She's like. No, I'm like, Tim with a scar on his face? Like, I wanted a scar? She's like, no, I remember you wanted a scar on your face, but you didn't have a friend called Tim. I was like, yeah, I did. And she's like, oh, we'll get out the kindy photos. And we found my kindy photos, and he just wasn't in them. Um, (laughs) Was there a space next to you in the kinder photos? (laughs) (laughs) No, and there wasn't even, like, he wasn't even in the, like, absent children thing. And then I was recently chatting to to friends at work about it, Mm -hmm. um, and they were just trying to grill me about it. They're like, okay, so, like, how old was he? And I was like... Oh, he actually looked a bit older than me, actually. And they're like, okay, his scar, like, um, was it fresh? And I realised it wasn't a healed scar. It was like an open scratch. It wasn't bleeding, but it was, like, red and the skin hadn't healed over, like, thinking about what scars look like now. Mm. Um, Yeah, and apparently Tim doesn't exist. So, but I had an imaginary friend. I made her up. Like, yeah, do you think it was like childhood imagination or do you honestly believe it was a ghost? Look, I'm, I'm sure. That, that the- was a yes or no question, basically. <laughs> I, I reckon, look, if it came down to it, my brain's probably done something wrong. But how many things does it have to get wrong to for me to have been friends with someone who wasn't real? You know? That's not right. At the time, did you think that he was playing cricket in the 20s like were you <laughs> no like or was that a, that's a description you've added retrospectively retrospective. were you like this guy because oh. <laughs> yeah, when i was trying to be like yeah you know mom my friend tim giant scar in his face looked like he was from the 20s oh no <laughs> that's not a description of a normal boy <laughs> you should go back to that pendulum place and be like was tim a ghost yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right question nine whose friend actually got a lump of coal for christmas one year Cass? Yes, Cass. Greg? No, it was Joel. Ah, there. I have oh, lots Cass. of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually got a, a lump of coal. Yeah, so, like, so I remember, like, and this is, it's very similar to Cass's story where at the time I was like, yeah, like, you were bad. Santa brought you coal. But as, like, I remember remembering that story when I was a teenager and being like, wait, hang on, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, like, the kid had just been, like, a, I remember they got into heaps of trouble at school, like, that had, like, a couple of detentions. Yeah. And it must have just been, like, a terror to their mom. And their mom was just like, you get coal this year. Yeah. If I remember correctly, though, his birthday was not that long after Christmas. So I imagine what happened was parents just went hard for birthday and <laughs> yeah. just wanted to teach him a yeah. lesson. See, my cousins with their kids put potatoes in their 
Christmas sack if they've been naughty, but they still get all their presents, but they just get a potato in there, and that means, <laughs> well. like, yeah. And so the kid's mm. like, who gives a fuck? We've got a potato yeah, as yeah. well as all this cool shit. And like, they don't it's understand not really that, a threat. Yeah, they don't understand that, like, a potato... It's not even, like, a threat, but it's like, okay, as an adult, you're like, uh, an old potato around, that's bad, but yeah. kids are just like, whatever, presents, who gives yeah. a shit? It'll also, go thorns one day. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a kid, especially a naughty kid, and you get given a potato and you have siblings, you know what a potato is great for? Throwing yeah. at your siblings. Right, and our final question... Oh, you had some? Oh, I was just going to say, I prefer it with the gravy. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't worth it. And I... No, I'll, oh, anyway, no, I'll just put good. that straight back in. Okay, and our final question for the game. Who here was the captain of their school chess club? Joel. Yes, Joel. Greg. No, that was <laughs> Seren. Point off Joel there. Yeah, it was me, and I hope that's what loses you this it game. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at the scores. But you you said your dad was a prodigy. My dad was a child prodigy in Sri Lanka and he there's so he's won so many trophies. He I he trained me a little bit, but I was never that good. But I just it was my mum that convinced the school to have a chess club. So I don't know whether I was good or whether I just got it by default. That rules. But, yeah. That is But that I is... gave it up in when I was getting bullied. When they <laughs> oh, no. kids stopped putting stickers on their head, <laughs> they came for me. All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Cass Page on minus one point. <laughs> yes! Well done. Greg Larson on two points. Yeah, Joel Dusher on six points. But our winner on eight points is Seren Giamatti. Yes! Now, because you won, Seren, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first, like Ooh, whatever you want. It's very exciting. I would like to plug the Benny and Sereni podcast, which is a podcast to do with Ben Caution, a Sydney comedian, and it's just like a fake uh, talkback radio show. We just have comedians call in as fake talkback callers. Very funny. Sweet. And you're on the social media so people can follow you? Yes, at Seren Comedy on Instagram and Facebook Sweet. and Twitter. Great. Where can people find or see you? Um, check out the Grub podcast. Yes. Um, that's a podcast I do with Ann Edmonds and Ben Russell. Um, and it's sketch comedy and it's real funny and good. And some good, some good, uh, call-ins this week. You had, uh, Todd McKinney. Oh yeah. On our Patreon, on our Patreon, we had uh, a lot of, we had Todd McKinney and some other guy who's Jamie Jury. Jamie Jury. (laughs) Literally these people, not characters. Not characters. Um, but we only put it on Patreon because we thought we, we better... Just keep it on yeah. the down though a little bit. Oh, right, um, well. And some other guy who is someone famous, but we couldn't figure out who, and he only called himself shit ass over the phone. <laughs> I think he's a footy player. I'm not sure. Great. Um, but that's on our Patreon. Cass, where can people find you? Um, I'm on the podcast D&D is for nerds, Shut Up a Second, and Why Am I Sad? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, and um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cass Cass Page. Awesome. And Joel. Uh, I do the podcast Plumbing the Death Star Thumb Cramps, which is a video game podcast, and How Good's Footy, which is an AFL podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at douche13, which is D-U-S-C-H-1-3. Awesome. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, For those in Melbourne, uh, this is brand new news. we're going to do a whole bunch of live shows at the end of the year, so starting November 3rd, but they're on sale now because why not? Uh, <laughs> so seven weeks of live shows from November 3rd going up to December 15. The last one is a, the one for charity for the Dinger's Literacy Foundation, so it's a big Christmas one. Uh, so every Sunday at 3 p.m. at the Catfish in Fitzroy. So buy some tickets. Go to joshua.com.au for all the ticket details, and hopefully i see you there. See you next time. Bye. Good night,
podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.